Hello, I am a half-naked psychopath. Yes, I'm off Geordie Shaw. I like wing mirrors. I like eggs. I'm not bothered, but I love the James Whale Radio Show. Thank you very much indeed for, uh, for... Who was that, by the way? Uh, somebody from uh, Dead Down the Drain. Dead Down the Drain? Yeah. What the hell is Dead Down the Drain? Uh, I, th- I think it's another podcast. I think they've uh, put together a little intro for us. Well, very kind of you, Dead Down the Drain. Thank you very much indeed. I hope you'll give as much publicity to uh, the James Whale Radio podcast show thing. What's it? As uh, we have given to Dead Down the Drain. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I thought of that name. That's a good name. I'd like to call this the Dead Down the Drain show. I don't know, really. I mean, it's it's all about you, isn't it? It's got to have your name yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's not call, talk about James Well dead down the drain. That will be wrong. Um, anyway, very good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night, whatever time of day you're listening to the programme. Hello. Uh, welcome to the podcast, show number 205, which means, just looking at it, that there are 205 hours of complete and utter... Put your own word in there, whichever you like. Uh, So, uh, here we go. Rob is producing as usual today, although I have to admit that he's been a bit difficult in getting us going today. For some reason, his phone's not working, his computer's not working. And some little foreign bloke just rang me before we started about my Microsoft computer. I don't have a Microsoft computer. No, you don't have a Microsoft computer, no. No. So why would he ring me and ask me about it? Maybe he's trying to sell you one. And he's got my home phone number. Well, yeah. He, um, um, that's how he phoned you. Yeah, but not on my mobile. <laughs> you don't accept you know. calls on your mobile, then? Well, I can understand. Hundreds of people have got my mobile, but but no, not many people have my... How does he found my... Anyway, I'm afraid I must apologise profusely. I was incredibly rude to him. That's okay. And he sounded a foreign gentleman, so he, uh, but, but, you know, he may not be used to an English person using such language, so I must apologise profusely. But look, don't phone me. If I want something, I'll come and look for it. Do not call me and offer me. I don't like, I don't like door-to-door salespeople either, right? So don't, don't, don't knock on the door. Don't come and ask me if I want something. If I want something, I listen to commercial radio, watch commercial television. I know what's available. Well, there's no point in me doing tech talk then, is there, if you know what's available? Well, no, that's a commercial. Oh. Yeah. You know, if there's stuff I want, I'll go and get it. I don't need somebody knocking on my door saying, you know, you could do with new windows. Bog off, you stupid pillock. It's, it's, and, and the equivalent of that doesn't happen quite so much banging on the door now, but it's ringing up, and it happens regularly. So what, what, what are you doing now? I'm, I'm going to call you back on, on a different computer. Right, OK. Well, do you want me just to talk amongst myself for a while? No, because you will be literally talking to yourself, because I'm unplugging you. 
So can you just hang on two seconds? Oh, okay, for goodness sake. Hang on a sec. There and cancel that there. Turn him off. That's it. That's he's gone now. So um, open that there. Click on that there. Click on that there. Hope this works because otherwise it's going to be very embarrassing. And click on that there. There was there was a few choice words there. Mm. You're back. Okay, uh, we're back. And, and for those people listening at the moment, that has just been a 25-minute break. <laughs> whilst we've had to wait for Pratt Features over there to sort some technical problem out. Well, you sound a bit better now. You were a bit tinny before, but you clear, but tinny. I sound tinny now. No, you sound perfect now. Oh, okay. Before I sounded tinny. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready now? Um, I think I'm ready now. It's, it's early in the morning. Good. You've got okay. me out of bed to do this. It's not normal time. No, no, no. Just shut up and let's get on with it. So anyway, uh, whether you're listening on your uh, favourite radio station, I notice a, a number of radio stations take this programme. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, online, on phone, where, where, wherever. We still haven't got the app, have we? Here we go again. I'm a busy man. Yeah. No, we haven't got the app. Other podcasts have an app. Other radio stations have an app. Other people have an app. I have no app. I like to think we're different. Yes, well, we are. Um, but anyway, it doesn't stop hundreds of thousands of people listening to this and downloading the podcast. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, welcome to the I did welcome to the program, didn't I? I did all that. So uh, yeah, um, don't forget if you would like to be in touch with us and maybe record an introduction for the program, like uh, what was it down the toilet or something? Dead down the drain. Oh, dead down the drain. Yes, dead down the drain. Uh, why not call my own personal hotline number, which is zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one, which you can find all the details out on our website at jameswellradio.co.uk. And you can record a message and leave it. And people do. And we have some and we'll play them later, I think, haven't we? We have. Uh, can the, the, the Microsoft guy can ring that number, Connie? Oh, yeah, Microsoft, Mr. Microsoft Pratt Features. Why don't you call us 011723011771 or, of course, get in touch at jameswellradio at gmail.com. Now, here we are, your favourite radio station online, but no app. (laughs) Uh, Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, serious uh, news issues of the day. Actually, one just came in. Uh, and that is that uh, there are suggestions for women-only carriages in trains. And apparently, according to the uh, Labour Party, this would be a very, very good idea, and it would cut down the, uh, the increasing amount of sexual assaults against women on public transport, on trains in particular. Now, I don't know why this sort of behaviour should go up, and if it is going up, I don't know why the British Transport Police aren't getting to grips with it. And as far as I know, every single train carriage has CCTV. But if, if, and I, I'm, I'm interested, email us or uh, call the, the, the phone box, uh, 0117230171, let me know. I am interested to know if women can have a women-only 
carriage. Could we men have a men-only carriage as well? And going forward, this is one of my big problems with this. Sometimes I want to hang out with the guys occasionally. I don't want to be with women sometimes. Not not for any reason of, of, of being um, a misogynist or anything like that. I means don't like women. Um, I just, you know, sometimes you want the company of guys in the same way that if you were able to get into a a lady's toilet in a club or a pub or whatever, you would see they were all having a chat about blokes. And sometimes you want to have a chat about ladies, don't you? Or you want to talk about things that you wouldn't talk about in front of a young lady or an old lady or a middle-aged lady or any lady. Um, So all this thing about, you know, you can't have men-only bars. You can't have a club for men only. You know, it's rubbish. Why the hell, if I I have a little club, which I go shooting at with my mates on a Sunday morning uh, with our bows and arrows, men only. Why why is that so wrong? There's nothing wrong with that. It's quite uh, natural. Natural, yes, natural. You know, you don't always want to be with a member of the opposite sex, because when you're with a member of the opposite sex, you either have to behave yourself, or there are certain things you don't talk about. You know, sometimes men like to be bloody rude. Mm. So do women, by the way. And women do it, you know, they wouldn't do things that they do uh, when there are just the girls around if there were guys about. And it's acceptable for a woman to have a space, a safe space to go and, and bitch about men. And sing girls just want to have fun. Yeah, yeah you know, and do their lippy and stuff like that. Uh, so I think it's about to... And I have no problem with uh, women having uh, women-only carriages. Very good idea. Um, I think there should be children-free carriages as well and carriages where you can take your, your dogs. What about women-only trains? Um, that would be silly. Would it? Yeah, that would be silly because there'll be a lot of people of differing sex or none uh, on the platform waiting to get onto a train. So that would be stupid. I don't think you can do that. Women train drivers, women guards, women only trains. That's what you want. You have women train drivers, don't you? Yeah, but put them on the train with the women passengers. But they don't say, a woman train driver doesn't say, I'm only driving the train with women in, does she? That would be wrong. But there could be carriages which were only for women and men are not allowed in, and there could be carriages for men. I mean, it, uh, it's not a... Why is it a problem for everybody? Why does everybody think, oh, we've got to be equal? Men and women are not equal. How can they be equal? They are different designs of the same species, aren't they? Just say different, you're covered. Yeah, well, they are different. Hmm. So they can't be the same. They can be equal, but, well, you know, equality is a strange thing. A man can't have a baby, so in, in a way a man isn't equal to a woman. A woman has the, uh, has the gift of giving birth to a, a new member uh, of uh, the human race. Mind you, I think they're probably significantly enough of us anyway. But that's, uh, that, that, that's another argument. So I'm all for women-only trains as long as we have men-only trains, men-only bars, and, uh, and men or women-only whatever you want. Yeah, can we have men-only urinals? That's what we want. Yeah, but I think we ought to have um, mixed toilets. But you don't have a man-only or a woman-only toilet in your house, do you? No, but I think sometimes it might be handy, though. 
Well, you know, I think we should have more than one toilet, but I think it should be available for men or women. But this is, again, these are other stories. Let me get on to the main, uh, the main topic, a couple of main topics I wanted to talk about on the programme this week. And that is this disgusting. Did you, did you, I don't know whether you saw it on my tweets or, or not, but uh, uh, this little uh, Yorkshire Terrier called Alfie, who uh, has been accused of half killing a delivery man. Um, to cut a very long story short, this delivery man took some stuff to a house um, and the woman in the house opened the door and her little Yorkie got out and chased the delivery man. Um, we're, we're talking about a very small dog here. Uh, the delivery man screamed, ran, fell over, said he hurt himself, so, said the dog savaged him, said the dog, he had a scratch, by the way, um, and uh, and he made a complaint to the police. Um, the police... Uh, then went round to this woman's house. Six uh, weeks later, by the way, they went round round to the house, mob-handed. There were eight coppers, about four vehicles parked outside the house. They had been told that it was a border collie because the f- the f- quit um, who made the complaint said it was a border collie. He doesn't know the difference between a Yorkshire Terrier and a border collie. Uh, so th- the lady who owns Alfie is 73. Alfie is 10, right? And so it takes eight coppers of the Metropolitan Police to come to this lady's door, uh, barge in and arrest Alfie, take him away, and she's not seen him since. A Yorkie. A Yorkie. Now, if I call the police now and said somebody's been trying to get in my garden or my house or whatever, I may be lucky to get a response next year. That's true, yeah. Now, admittedly, they weren't the quickest off the blocks here, and to be fair, the Metropolitan Police have a lot of important stuff to uh, look after. But where do they find eight cops, right, who've got nothing better to do than harass an old... Well, so we've got to, uh, we've got to respond to this uh, dangerous dog, and under the Dangerous Dogs Act, we're arresting Alfie. Are you listening, Alfie? We're arresting you for attacking a delivery driver. I suggest that the delivery driver is locked up for wasting police time. And I shall be pursuing this on my programme on Talk Radio until it... If I find that this poor little animal has in any way been harmed, because it's a, small, it's a very old Yorkshire Terrier, 10 years old, never been away from his mum, um, you know, got out, Chased a delivery driver because he was in the garden. Um, and if a Yorkshire Terrier does chase, you just stand still, kneel down and say, hello, little chap, how are you? Run away, anything's going to follow you, even me. Um, and, and now this dog uh, has been taken away. It'll be very distressing to the dog because dogs of that size don't do very well in kennels. It could even have had a heart attack. It could have died. I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. Uh, obviously, the lady concerned is 73, and she suffers from panic attacks and things like this. Eight f***ing policemen, eight of them at her door with two dog vans to arrest a Yorkshire Terrier. I couldn't get anybody from the Metropolitan Police, whose commissioner now is a lady called Cressida Dick. Say that again. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Um... And, and, you know, they, they seem to think it's not important. It is important. This is not the way you police. The police have important, serious things to do. 
And if somebody actually says, yes, that you know, I've been savaged by a dangerous dog, I think it was a border collie, bells should ring anyway. And if that's the case, send a person round to ask and see. Not eight coppers six weeks later. That's a job for one of those PCSOs, surely. Well, you would have thought so, wouldn't you? And this is within the Metropolitan Police's jurisdiction in London. They have terrorist problems to worry about. You would have thought they didn't have enough. What are they? On a jolly of some sort? I was pretty tough on this on talk radio on my show the other day. I'm going to be even tougher until I get some sort of resolution. Now, it may well be, and I'm hoping that the lady concerned will call me later and say, Alfie's back, everything's fine, they've dropped these silly charges. Surely just advice would be the the solution to the old lady. Like, put the dog yeah. in another room when you're answering the door. You, you know. would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. You would think so. Crazy. So this woman, I like to get hold of the delivery driver, but there we are. So this woman's lost her companion then, the thing that you yeah. know, keeps her company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she went to the police uh, a couple of days ago and said, listen, I wanted, uh, you know, you've had Alfie for a few days and I don't know where he is and what's going on and nobody's got in touch. And they said, oh, we don't know anything about it. There's no paperwork. Come back tomorrow. She went back tomorrow. She said, look, I want to see my dog. Where is my dog? Oh, well, the officer dealing with that's feeling ill. He's gone home sick. So, so this dog doesn't have any rights, then? It doesn't have, like, the, the, the free phone call, if you like, or the visit from its owner? Well, I hope they read the dog his rights. Disgraceful. It is disgraceful, and it's f***ing annoying. Um, you'll have to do some editing, I know. But um, I, I, I'm beside myself with anger about the Metropolitan Police and the way they behave. Not all the coppers, obviously, but the eight who turned up. I'm reliably told that four went when they realised it was a Yorkshire Terrier. Have you tried again to try and get this dick woman on the phone? Well, the dick woman won't come on the phone. She doesn't do interviews with me. But I'm going to give the press department of uh, the Metropolitan Police such a hard time. And people are saying, oh, well, they've got a very hard job fighting terrorism. They have, and they do a remarkably good job. And the coppers that I have met who are in the anti-terrorist squad are 100% professional. But we've obviously got some idiot policemen around or some idiot police uh, sergeants or whoever. Who would send eight people six weeks after a complaint around... I mean, why would you do that? It's probably taken, in all honesty, six weeks to get those eight people together at the same time. That's that's the real truth of the matter, I think. Yeah, you might be right. And I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. But I'm annoyed, and I am not going to let it lie. Too right. I am concerned about Alfie. Yep. What's it all about, Alfie? Little Alfie, at this moment in time, somewhere, is languishing in a prison cell, wondering where his family are, why he's been left, why he's suddenly been taken away from his life, the life he loved and the life he knew. Poor Alfie. Help us to get Alfie the justice that he deserves. Ah. Get everyone to bombard a tweet to uh, the Metropolitan Police. A picture of Alfie. Is there a picture of Alfie about? 
Yeah, I think uh, the last one I saw, well, a lot of the newspapers carrying the pictures, go online, go to the Mail Online, they're bound to have it. Hashtag where's Alfie? Where is free Alfie? Yeah. Any of those. It would get a song like that, Free Nelson Mandela. Yeah, I don't think it'll take a, a few weeks. Hopefully, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll get Alfie back within a few days, well, no, weeks. I'm hoping the next one we do of these, I will be able to say, it's all okay, Alfie is back. But in the meantime, yeah, let's keep up the pressure on the Metropolitan Police. Eight officers to arrest one Yorkshire Terrier. What's the world coming to, eh? I know, I know. Do you know, I think I'm going to play some music now. Well, okay. I'm quite distraught. And uh, we got a bit of country pop, just to sort of, you know, and while we're playing this, let's think about Alfie. Let's think about Alfie sitting in that cold, cold cell, looking up at that little window, waiting for some kind of news that he has not been abandoned and forgotten. Sorry, Alfie. Here's Jessica Lynn and... Look at me that way.
there we are. Jessica Lynn, look at me that way. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Terry, who sent that in. He said, hope we'd had a nice weekend. Would love to see what you think of this new one from Jessica Lynn. I like a bit of country rock or pop. Yeah, it's uh, quite catchy. Yeah, quite nice. Uh, don't forget, if you'd like to uh, feature on the programme with a bit of music, you can uh, get in touch at jameswhaleradio at gmail.com, or you could call the phone number, which is 011723011771. This is the James Whale Radio podcast produced by Robbo, and we are here every week. And actually, this is an hour, a new hour of the programme, but there are 200-odd other hours, go back to our website, jameswhaleradio.co.uk, and check everything out on the website. We've got a little shop. We're selling all kinds of paraphernalia. Have we got logoed paraphernalia? Everything's logoed, yes. Oh, oh good, fine. Um, and uh, you can see old television shows, etc., etc., etc. I like the one this week that I put up. Which one? A whole show with Margaret Thatcher on. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bless her. Yeah. Great lady. What a great lady. What a shame we don't have politicians like Margaret Thatcher she, anymore. She's a, she's a good sport. Yeah. She was doing the yeah. Um, aerobics. Yeah. And for a lady of her age at the time doing aerobics, I thought that was very good. Yes. Yeah. I think it's great. And Charlie Chuck as well was on this one. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh, right. Okay. Uh, well, Charlie Chuck is back and out and about. We might do a, another interview. I think we've got one of our shows. I've got an interview with him. That is true. Yes, he's he's around. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Do you want to do tech talk now, or shall we do Wales Mail? You have a choice. What would you like to do? Can I just warn you that the tech talk's going to be a bit thin this week? Really? Why are you warning me that you've only got thin tech talk? It's because it's too early in the morning for me to get my head round uh, text. I'm busy today. We, this is the only time that I have to do this today. Don't start. Right, I, I suppose I could. what I could do, fill in the time, then by promoting my radio show on Talk Radio, get the app, find Talk Radio. It's a DAB radio station broadcast across the whole of this country and the world. And I'm on seven in the evenings until ten Monday to Thursday. Right, have I, I given you enough time there? Yeah, or I, I, I suppose we could um, uh, we could suggest that uh, uh, people phone the phone the Whaley call box and uh, leave a message for next week's program zero double one seven two three zero one double seven one. Off you go. Um, uh, can I say the word bollocks? Really? Can I say that? Yeah, I suppose so. You're the one who decides what goes out. I don't. Yeah, yeah. you could say f-ing bollocks. You could ease, but you could you could even say. M- fucking bollocks if you wanted to i'm just going to beat the whole thing it's just going to be one sort of like 20 second long beep yeah okay well listen i uh, the more i watch uh, uh big brother the more i i feel that this sort of language must be acceptable in a, a, a daily environment fair enough should we do uh the, the the thin the thinner tech talk this week yeah, go on. I'm, I'm fascinated now. How? And, uh, do you want to throw in the films as well? Oh, I'll do the. I'll pad it out with the films because I've seen loads of films this week. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Um, well, well, get, I'm going to sit back, rest, and this is your this is your time to shine. I, I'll. I'll um, there'll be a, a glimmer of uh, light at the end of the tunnel with this one. There's no. There's no right, shine. Put my feet up. Okay. I'm going to rest back over here. Put my feet up. Off you go. Take a bit of time putting your feet up. Uh, yeah, okay. Are you sure you're comfortable? 
I'm ready. Okay, do you want to scratch your nose or anything? You know, just to... No, get on with it. Uh, Samsung uh, Bixby, the uh, the vocal assistant, is now available. What? Well, you know, you've got we've got uh, Siri. Well, Samsung have got their yeah. own now called Bixby. Yeah. Oh, right. Is it an American? Um, well, it's it's only an American and South Korean at the moment. Those are the two uh, languages it understands. Yeah, but is it has it got an American accent? I don't know. I haven't got a Samsung phone. I'm just reporting the yeah. news. I don't really know much about it. Probably blow up and burn anyway. Um, yeah, maybe that's a, that's a possibility. I don't think that's actually a 100% accurate. Um, and Alexa is getting a huge update. She can now answer follow-up questions, which has been very annoying. <laughs> so before, you used to say, Alexa, what is the time in London? And then it would go, the time is whatever. And if you wanted to know what the weather was like, you'd have to ask the same whole sentence again. <laughs> but you can now say, and what about the weather? And it will tell you. Hang on, I've got, I've got something to do. Hold on, hold okay, on. Okay, go on then. Uh, hello, what do you think of Alexa? I think, therefore I am. But let's not put the cart before the horse. There we are. I would use Siri all the time. Much more intelligent. Always got a good answer. Uh, so that, that's all there is for Tech Talk this week. I did warn you that it would be very, very thin. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody wants to know about, you know, drones being grounded and, you know, that kind of stuff. Just like... Well, I, actually, I, I do, and I think people who use drones are pillocks. Uh, drones have uh, have suddenly mushroomed, mushroomed. Um, and you can go into a shop and you can buy one of these things and you can intrude on other people's privacy. You can also commit acts of crime with them as well. And uh, to the other end, of course, you use them as weapons of war. So I think there has to be some control. In fact, I think there has to be quite a lot of control uh, over these drones. I've got a thing that I want to put out there, that an idea I thought about the other day about drones. And that is uh, DJI, which is the one of the main uh, people that make drones, the proper commercial drones. Uh, for film and companies, etc., uh. they're the ones that are grounding um, the drones. If you don't do an update before September, it, it'll be grounded. It won't be able to take off because there's obviously some yeah. um, security things that they're putting in there. Some of the security is things like you can't fly over military zones, etc. And if you do now, they get uh, shot down. They've uh, mm. they've been given permission to shoot drones now. So my idea is you can go on a website. And you can put in your, um, you know, the Ordnance Survey map with your property on it. You should be able yep. to outline your property that if a drone flies over it, it will be stopped. Hmm. So well, if can... a drone flies over my property, and one did once, I will take down one of my bows with what's called a flu-flu arrow, which yeah. was designed to shoot birds out of trees. I wouldn't do that. Uh, but you can take part in what is known as popping jay archery, which is where you shoot at a a 30-metre pole or something like that up in the air and you knock things off the top of the pole with these arrows. And because they are fletched in such a way, they will only go a short distance and stop uh, and then fall back to earth. But I would be del delighted to take pot shots at a drone that comes over my garden. Well, it's technically not allowed to fly over your garden because it's uh, your airspace. Mm. Yeah, and so I can, with, a, with an air rifle, I could shoot it out of the sky, couldn't I? You could do, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So drones need to be controlled. And what, what is worse, the sort of people who have drones are the sort of people who have metal detectors. And they are kind of a similar bunch of oiks, aren't they? I think that's a bit harsh on people that have metal I think detectors. you've got both, haven't you? I used to have a metal detector. I think you've got both, yes. I think you've had or got both. <clears throat> I'll rest my case. Shall I do the films now? Yeah, I would, yes, yes. I thought that was a very good uh, tech talk, by the way. Thin, very thin. Well, I don't know. It's taken up a long time with my thoughts on droning. Uh, anyway, drone on to the films. Uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. <laughs> right, yeah. Very good film. Is it? Would I like it? You would like it. Did you like the Lethal Weapons series with Mel Gibson and yeah, Danny Glover? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. It's a bit like that. Samuel Jackson and some other bloke. I don't remember his name. I'm not very yeah. good with names, as I've told you before. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very good. It's about a hitman who has a bodyguard to protect him. Uh, but obviously the hitman's obviously better than the bodyguard, so there's lots of comedy involved. Why would you have a hitman, a bodyguard, if you're a hitman? You wouldn't want anybody to know what you were doing. The, the beauty of a hitman is that he or she is the only, and there are hit women, trust me, uh, he or she are the only ones who actually know what's going on. So the hitman is has been arrested, and he's obviously uh, being escorted from one part of a country to another, hence why he needs a bodyguard. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, it's, it's got Samuel Jackson in. I'm I'm not a big big fan of Samuel Jackson. I can sort of take him or leave him. But in this film, he was very good, very very good. Yeah, no, I like it. I like his personality that uh, does come through in every film. Um, right, what else have you seen? Uh, Annabelle Creation. That's the um, the film I was telling you about a few weeks ago. I think it's part of the um, Conjuring uh, storyline. Mm. Um, I think the film was ruined for me by a bunch of kids that couldn't stop talking all the way through the film, but. The film didn't grip me anyway. It wasn't one of their best, so maybe avoid and get that on uh, DVD or Blu-ray. Well, I'm still waiting for you to send me some down, as you know. I have some news about that. I have a box, oh, and yeah. they're all in the box. Have you? Yes. Good, good. Well, I should look forward to that, because there's flip all on TV. And the other film I've seen is a film called Everything, Everything. It's, um, it's about a little girl who can never go outside her house because she's got some rare disease. Oh. Uh, or has she? She might have just been told oh. that she's got some sort of rare disease. So it's a, it's a bit of a, you know, like, um, I don't know who to whose audience it was aimed at. It certainly wasn't aimed at me. I was the only man in the theatre. Mm. I'll leave it at that. All right, okay. I shall look forward to that. Thank you very much indeed, Robbo. Um, now, I want to talk a little bit about the other story I've been doing on the on the radio programme, on Talk Radio, uh, which has had an enormous amount of response. So I asked on Facebook uh, about this, um, the removal of several uh, statues, uh, one in, or wished to remove in America, Robert E. Lee, the Confederate statue, etc., etc. getting rid of, of people who have been um, immortalised in history, and then later you find that maybe they were not perhaps as excellent a person as was first thought. Well, the author, uh, Afua Hirsch, um, in The Guardian, said that Nelson's column should be next because he was a white supremacist. He was uh, quite keen on slavery. What do you think of this? And who should he be replaced with? My vote, by the way, went to Sir Bruce Forsyth. I think Sir Bruce Forsyth has spent uh, his entire life making all of us laugh, hasn't he? Yep. I've, I've We've all loved. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Um, but we have statues around uh, this country uh, of people who have been waging war. Yeah, yeah. Who've but... been brutalizing people. Yeah. In Leeds, there's even a, a Mandela Square celebrating Nelson Mandela, who, in fact, was a terrorist at one point in his life. So I uh, ask you, who would you like to see be replaced uh, on Nelson's column? And uh, whether you think it's a good idea. Now, Afia Hirsch, I interviewed her on my radio show the other day. I think it's up on the Tool Radio website. Uh, if you read the, the article, it was a really good article. Very interesting. I learnt a lot. Now, she's not actually asking for Nelson to be wiped out of history or anything, but she's saying there were a lot of other people who did a lot of a lot of amazing things um, who've never been remembered in history. And I have to say, she's absolutely right. I had no idea, because I went to a shit school, that there were black uh, regiments that fought with Britain in the Second World War. I had no idea about some of the nasty things that we did. In fact, I did, but, but you, you know, there's a gloss put over it. The British Empire has got a lot to apologise for. And Britain was one of the main, one of the main activists in the slave trade. And you can say there are all sorts of other countries. Yeah, but we used to, we, we used to organise it and ship them all over the place. You know, we were really quite disgusting. And I think she has a point. So I put it out on Facebook, and this is some of the response. Um, let me start with this one from Bob Small. I'm sure it isn't, Bob. Um, he says, uh, Avis Hirsch. Well, it's uh, you need to get her name right if you're going to talk about it. Afua Hirsch. Uh, is either misguided, uneducated, or herself a racist? As she went to Oxford, that tends to rule out one of those possibilities. White slavery was awful, to say the least. It is ridiculous to measure the whole world's history by that yardstick. Well, if you read the article, Bob, small, uh, you would know that's not what she was actually doing. Um, Nelson may well have been, have had an attitude to slavery that puts her at odds with him, but slavery is not what he was about. You need to read the article, Bob. Um, by the time of his death, Nelson had put Britain's navy into such a strong position, it would be 100 years before another nation would dare challenge Britain at sea again. This made Britain at that time the first superpower. In my view, nothing to be, nothing to be that proud about. Uh, many on the left may decry this fact, but as far as ordinary Britons were concerned, it was the first time in our history that the country could be safe, be sure to be safe, from the threat of invasion. That is why a grateful nation had a statue erected in his honour. It was not put up because he was a slaver or an imperial conqueror. It was because he made this country safe. Yeah, but did he? And the reason it was put up was because some of his mates clubbed together and thought it was a good idea. Not because the people demanded it, because in those days you didn't know what the people wanted. There was no media to tell you. All right. Just a few people in the newspapers, usually uh, of, uh, of of the governing classes. So I think, Bob, you got it all wrong. And nobody's actually, if you read the article, suggesting you wipe these people out of history. But you do actually perhaps start balancing history out. You know, a lot of the people, Churchill, as some of you have mentioned, uh, not uh, not against being pretty horrible and nasty in, in certain ways. Uh, we we. <laughs> We, we uh, of course, uh, think of Churchill slightly differently now, 
to when I was at school in the in the 50s and 60s, he was a great hero, not such a hero now. And, you know, it is about time that we had some statues of people more relevant to our history recently. And actually, why not have a statue of Sir Bruce Forsyth who made this country smile during his life? Is that such a bad thing? Uh, so more of your thoughts of which there are many on Facebook. Uh, let's see who will. Gary Turner says, James, we can carry this racism problem from the present back to the beginning of time. Unfortunately, a lot of people hate each other's guts. Doesn't really do anything for the argument, does it, Gary? But still, Robert Powell, not that one, says, Winston Churchill was also a white supremacist who was also guilty of genocide. Should we take him off our fivers and replace his statue? Yeah, well, that's not a bad idea. Maybe we should actually look at other people who did some very good things. Uh, Justin, what about William Wilberforce, one of the leading architects, a man who has a statue in Hull, uh, one of the leading architects of getting rid of slavery? Uh, I haven't seen that on any of our money. Have you? Nope, I have not seen him. Maybe we should. Justin Richardson, who actually looks up at the statue at the top anyway, uh, just leave it bare. No one will notice, Justin says. Uh, Steve Heather, when are the pyramids going to be knocked down? <laughs> uh, uh, read the article. Uh, anyway, the, the, the pyramids were built there for the spaceships to land and dock. That's true. That's very true, yes. You know, yeah, yeah. And the people who built the pyramids, contrary to uh, historical uh, whims, uh, were great technicians. Great technicians who wished to be there pulling the stones. It's You see, what happened there, everybody is uh, coloured by the Hollywood movies. wasn't like that at all. Spaceships came and dropped the blocks into position themselves. People weren't used there to, to build it, were they? In fact, you couldn't pull those big boulders up the top. Uh, Philip Rowland says, Disgusting that USA is pandering to minorities and liberals by erasing heritage, political correctness gone crazy. Why can they not accept the past is a foreign country? They do things differently there. Um, because what people did to people because of the colour of their skin, what we did in this country to the to, during the British Raj, okay, and what we did in various countries in the Middle East has led to the conflict now. We have a responsibility. Listen, don't start calling me a lefty. I'm anything but... But, you know, I think we actually have to, to realise that things are not as... There are still people who believe that this planet was created by a god. There are still people who believe in Adam and Eve. You know, people believe some flipping stupid shit in their minds. We have to move on. And this debate is actually fascinating, and it's moving it on. Uh, Steve Wrighty says, I've had enough. Nelson Collin will not be removed. If this bullshit carries on, there will be blood. The people will only take so much. Steve, I think you need medical treatment. You are psychologically damaged, my friend, uh, for saying things like that. You need a brain. You need to think. That's the problem with some of these extremists on both sides of the political divide. You're nuts whether you happen to be rampant lefties or right-wing extremists, you're nutters. Have we got Steve Riley's... I think we ought to actually book him in somewhere. I'm sure you can contact yeah. him on Facebook. Well, I think we should, actually. I think Steve needs help, and I think somebody's saying, suggesting there will be blood. That's the sort of thing that, that these idiots do. Mark Swain, not that one. Uh, so when you take away the history, James, you take away the reminder 
to never repeat it. Both uh, France and America need that reminder. I agree with that. Actually, that's a very good point. Um, but uh, I think nobody, nobody sensibly saying we should remove these things, but I think we need to actually get the whole of the past in perspective. Let's do just one more. There were many. Richard Stephen Clark says it should be replaced with nothing and not removed. Uh, it is disgraceful that we live in a society where fake news and lies rules over common sense and truth. You see, Richard, you're another nutter. Why Why would you say that when the, actually if you look into the history, things are not as they are perceived? We have a prime minister at the moment, all right? who says some of the most ridiculous things. We have a leader of the opposition who's completely flipping nuts. We have politicians who have managed to convince a lot of people of this country that leaving the European Union will be great for the future of the nation. <laughs> Trust me, it won't. It won't. It, it will cause huge problems. I'd love to know in, in 150 years' time, um, what people will, will they continue to say that Margaret Thatcher was appalling and she took the children's milk away? Margaret Thatcher was one of the best prime ministers and leaders of the nation this country ever had because she did do things and she did actually achieve stuff much against the wishes of loads of people. The miners strike. Mines getting coal out of the ground. Have you ever been down a mine? They're not fit for human beings to go down. Yet a load of these lefty extremists had running battles with the police, trying to keep these places open, trying to dictate what should happen. Do we miss the mines? No, we don't. And people are better off for it. Well, some people, some families in the north, they still moan on about it, that they could have got off their backsides and done something else. And burning fuel, fossil fuels like coal, apparently is not good for the environment. So she did great things, didn't she? Discuss. Go to the Facebook page. So that's what you think. Email me. Email me. Some of you idiots. Email me if you think you have a good uh, alternative view. And I will read it out. I'm probably rubbish it, but I'll read it out so that you have the free. You can even ring the number. You can ring this number. Give them the number, Rob. Uh, 0117-230-1771. Ring that number. Leave a message. I'll play it out on the programme next week. If you are so clever. All right? Okay, one piece of hot news. Bradley Walsh is going to be the new Doctor Who assistant. Bradley Walsh is going... Are we doing the Doctor Who feature this week? No, no, we're not. I'm just throwing that in. We're going to do Wales Mail now. Okay. Okay. Wales Mail. Um, if you want to leave, uh, you know, Wales Mail, all you've got to do is send me your thoughts uh, to jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Jenny did. Hello, Jenny. Um, and she says, love the podcast. Thought you were great on Big Brother. Why have you not been on a bit on the side yet? Um, I have, uh, because I'm doing a radio show uh, Monday to Thursday, 7 till 10, and you have to be there at 8.30. It'd be great to hear more of your opinions on The Housemates. Please, can you ask Rob to sort the app out? Jenny, I have been asking him. Uh, when are you back on Sky News? I have just ordered your book, so I'm looking forward to reading it when it arrives. Keep being the voice of reason. See, I'm the voice of reason, Jenny. Thank you. I think I'm back in on Sky News in a two weeks' time. I was just, I, I have to say, getting up at four o'clock in the morning for a few minutes on there was beginning to just 
just sort of get a little tedious. But I'm, I'm back doing some in September and October. Um, right. I think that leaves us to uh, questions for the whale, really, doesn't yeah, it? Question. Can I have a Sir Clive Sinclair statue, please? You've been thinking about that, haven't you, all the time? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think St. Uh, Clive Sinclair statue would be a very, very good idea. I'd like to see a statue to the super vet. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's your hero, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know. Um, but I think if, if people are going to be uh, idolised from the past, then uh, we need to know of their foibles. And uh, I had no idea that Nelson had, uh, you know, involvement in the slave trade or, or good friends with people who were slavers. And, and, you know, it was, listen, it was supported, the slave trade was supported by the church. They thought it was a good idea. They'd need to hang their heads in shame. I'm hoping they're going to kick all of them out of the House of Lords. I don't think we need God-botherers in the House of Lords myself. Somebody said to me the other day, you wouldn't say that if you were confronted with the bishop, the Archbishop of Canterbury or something like that. I have met these people. And, you know, I, I can't help myself. I have to say, how, how, um, how, what's it like living with this idea that, you know, you because I, 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 well, I don't see the difference between them and, say, Derek Okora. You know, they're all, tr all trying to get you to buy into something that they have no idea whether there's anything about. So don't start on me about that, please. Right, questions for the whale I like to end up with. I noticed the two mics who work on uh, talk radio as well as talk sport always end up with uh, questions. I'm pretty sure we came up with that idea first. Uh, about four years ago now, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, right, let's get on with it. Okay, uh, Dave Billings. In a moment, there's going to be a knocking on the door. My grandchildren are going to turn up and they're going to start yelling and shouting. We need to finish before that. I could ask them some questions. No, you're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> I'll get all the gossip then. Right, uh, Dave Billings. Uh, should the UK and US join in trade like the UK in Europe and become the new powerhouse with free travel, trade and residency? Are you completely stupid? What was this idiot's name? Dave Billings. Billings? Are you completely stupid, Billings? The Amer America is uh, not interested in you, mate, me or anybody else. They do not want to do a good trade deal with anyone. They only are interested in doing something good for themselves. Donald Trump's a pillock. There is going to be no state visit by him over here. There is not going to be any kind of wonderful trade deal. They've never done a wonderful trade deal with anyone in the world. And they're not going to do one with us. No. And they won't accept free travel. And we don't want all those Americans over here, for goodness sake. So, no, the answer to you, that's never going to happen, mate. That's a no, then. It's a definite no. Yeah. No, that was a yeah. A no. No. It's a yes to the definite no. Okay. Uh, so, yes to the definite no, which means definitely no. Do you understand? No. That'll be a yes. <laughs> K. Fowl. Oh, okay. Oh, no, hang on, hang on. <laughs> sorry, sorry, K. Uh, K. Folwell. Right, okay. <laughs> Shall I edit the foul bit out? Because that's, that's No, just leave it, leave it. Come on, because I'm running against the clock here. Let's get on with it. Uh, how long is a piece of string? How long would you like it to be and then double it? 
I have a mathematical answer to that. Have you gone? Twice the distance from the centre to the end. OK, thank you. Mine was better, but all right. You want to get in on the act? <laughs> Next uh, question. Oh, here we go. Bill Roberts, are you glad that you avoided Flamefest this year as a man died? Very tragic that a man died, but you don't know that I uh, avoided it. What, what, what are these um, swinging sex swing things? Flamefest is a is a uh, it's a festival that celebrates sex. Oh, doesn't sound as interesting. When you um, like well, that. you've got to go to find out, haven't you? When's it next on? Um, I've no idea. I only know it was on because it was just down the road from me. It wasn't in your back garden then? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I haven't got as big a back garden as that. Uh, Christopher James Map. I think he's one of your super fans. Right, go on. Uh, when are we launching our Whale for PM campaign? Um, gosh, well, when you want to start, mate, get the stickers and the uh, flyers ready and let me know. Uh, book me for the first uh, speech and I'll be there. There's a problem with that, though, because you'd have to have loads of Whale candidates all around the country to become PM. Yeah. You can't just become yeah. PM, can you? You would. Um, right, go on. Um, Peter Stain, uh, if we were descended from apes, why haven't the apes in zoos turned into humans? Yeah, can we get over this stupid facile idea? We were not and have never been descended from apes. There is no link between Homo sapien and any animal, all right? We were brought here from another planet millions of years ago. The inhabitants of this country descended from apes and Neanderthal were already here. We, Homo sapien, are actually aliens. And we originally had ape costumes to blend in with the uh, natural habitats. Now you're being silly. I'm talking, I'm talking sense and you're being silly. Why would you do that? I'm actually trying to educate the populace and you're just being silly. Okay. <laughs> You know, people have to understand where we came from. We came from the stars. Yeah. Read the books of Eric von Daniken. <laughs> Didn't he? Oh, that was Val Dunican. Sorry. I was just thinking he was an entertainer. Right. Uh, Andy Cudworth. Uh, do you like the Mog Father, James? What is that? I've no idea what that is. Uh, isn't that um, really, really cool and trendy and uh, the new Boris Johnson? The really posh bloke in the Conservative Party. Oh, William Rees-Mogg. Oh, William, yeah. He is very funny, actually. I would quite like to see him as Prime Minister, just for the sheer humour of it. I, th I think he's the new Boris Johnson. Um, yeah, hang on a minute. You're dropping out all the time, mate. That doesn't matter. It's coming out OK on my end. Yeah, good. Well, I can't hear a f***ing word you're saying, so... <laughs> I said, I think he's the new Boris Johnson in terms of public popularity. Yeah, and how quickly we forgot Boris Johnson, but there we are. That's because he's always abroad. I, I think that's defamation. I wouldn't possibly say that. I don't think he's abroad <laughs> at all. I think he's a bloke. Uh, Rob James, can fat people go skinny dipping? Yeah, if they want, as long as they're prepared to be mistaken for a whale... Uh, and Karen Cliff finally, does summer last for more than one day? 
Well, I don't know where you are, Karen, but a summer in June, uh, May to June, for, for, for me, I'm in the south, uh, was excellent, excellent. In fact, uh, today it is 26 degrees, cloudy and clammy, uh, but very, very warm. So I don't think I don't think we've had a bad summer so far. And we've still got uh, September and uh, October might be good. We've had really good Septembers recently. It was very close yesterday. Yeah, very close. I felt we were nearly next door to each other. Well, we are, really. It's a small planet. Yeah, to exactly my point. Exactly my point. Uh, now, listen, uh, you might not have been happy about some of the things I've said in this show today. There is a good way of getting at us. Go on our Facebook page. Tell us what you think. Uh, or why not send us an email at jameswellradio at gmail.com. And if you thought this program was bad, go and listen to the others. 200 hours of them. Okay, right, Rob, I'm off. I'll uh, I'll talk to you later on. Don't forget what I asked you to do as well as far as the movies are concerned. I'm not I'm not doing that in front of a camera. Yeah, I think you should. I think mean, we should put it on the website next week. See you all. Bye-bye. news Alfie the dog has now been allowed home you're listening to the James well radio show for more information visit www jameswhaleradio.co.uk Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswhaleradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>